Zenkai Boost is a DBZ Kai fancast. It should not be mistaken for an official member of the Dragon Ball product line in any capacity. Remember, the Dragon Ball series wouldn't exist without support from fans like you, so buy a DVD or something. Also, this show is not safe for work, unless you can wear headphones at work, then go ahead and roll those dice, they're basically asking for it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Zenkai Boost, the show where we watch and review every episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. My name is Max Newland. I'm Blaine Corliss. I'm Kevin Hilrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. Guys, it looks like we made it. We did it hey, all the way to the like end. We, we are. The arc is done. We're not it was only... a short. It was a short run for a podcast, but you know, we watched all the episodes and we're done, man. This is, wait, I really feel accomplished. Wait, Max. Pat on the back, you guys, we did it. You guys. This is a visual gag, so I know it's not going to read over the podcast, but you, you, you just look over and you see me pulling the second DVD out of the box. (laughs) (laughs) What? (laughs) There's more. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. guys, I know there's more. I'm not stupid, but like, were we only going to do the first arc? Oh no. No, oh, no! 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 We were we were gonna do that. So gonna... there's like a hundred and some episodes, right? Uh, yeah, this is like a... I'm too far away from my mm. media shelf to check, but I, the, the episode numbers are actually on the outside but... of the DVD case. I could find out to... if I would only move. We have to. We have to find <laughs> out. We would never ask that of you. <laughs> we have to listen to the the opening song that that many times. Um. Yeah. Hey, speaking of the opening song, there's something I want to address going on yeah, in the opening yeah. song. Yeah, yeah, what's that? Okay. Um, so I noticed this, and I've been doing some, I mean, I've been doing like seven, eight hours of Googling, like solid. Um, oh, Max, so that's really, really think, not healthy. You got to take a break. I think, I think you I'm- You go blind. I think I've discovered something. I, I think <laughs> I've discovered something. <laughs> there's some, there's some very disturbing iconography present in the uh, opening animation for Dragon Ball Z. Wait, Zenkai. what? Tell us about it. Uh. Uh, it, it, one of the first things you see: three lines of light in a mocking of the Holy Trinity, oh, a boy. symbol associated oh, no. with demonology. Now we move into a son fighting his own father <gasps> against the will of God. <laughs> Again, mocking the Trinity. Um, are you trying this, to this... suggest that there are religious overtones in the opening? Because this is the most yes anti-religious no. experience I've ever had. Yes and no, because I what I really think is going on, wait for it, hold on to your seats, sit down, don't stand up, it's the Illuminati. Oh, <gasps> shoot, yeah. Because, um... No. Think about it, 3 plus 4 is 7. Okay. 7 is the number of Dragon Balls, and also the number of big internet bosses out there. Taichinon always makes that triangle. He does the tri-attack. Yes, exactly. Just like the pyramid oh, thank you, from Blaine. the Illuminati. There is a visual Just proof. like the Illuminati pyramid, the secret Illuminati pyramid at Area 51 that has all of the alien gold in it. <laughs> this is a solid theory. We're going to have to... Have you put this on the wiki? Yeah, yeah, I put it on the wiki. They took me down, those fuckers trying to silence me. Oh no! <laughs> so this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai, um, what about it? The one where we lose all our listeners. 
Do you want to really lose it? Um, this episode uh opens with a little bit of uh, King Kai. You know, he's uh, celebrating. Hold on. First, I do want to go over the fact that this episode uh, is titled Dawn of the Fierce Battle. The Star of Hope is Piccolo's Homeland. And there is no fighting in this episode. There's no fighting, so that's kind of a weird <laughs> <It's> really... uh, <laughs> title. I would say it's pre-dawn. Uh, sun is, uh, the sun of it's, fighting it's more has of not like, yet risen. Like, uh, the, uh, there's a hint of a fierce battle, maybe. Possibly. It's the, it's the 4.30 a.m. of a fierce battle. Actually, day. so yeah. far, they don't even really... There's nothing to indicate right now that they're going to have to fight. In fact, now that I think of it. Yeah. They thought it's well, a, we are they watching Dragon Ball Z. There are no, there, there, they, they learn of no dangers in this episode. Uh, well, G- Krillin was in danger for a very brief moment. Yeah, let's start at the beginning um, here. One of the things that King Kai notes here that I think is absolutely laughable is that he's supposed, he sort of intimates that he's supposed to remain neutral in these oh sorts my of God. things. What the fuck? No, he just spent six months training Goku. You idiot. He's so, he's so incompetent. He continues to, while shouting into the void to no one in particular, make oblique hints about Frieza being a thing that exists. It's just, just for us, the viewers. He's telling his monkey and cricket friend. Of course. <laughs> of course. And, and Bubbles, Bubbles and his best friend, Gregory. Um, so Krillin makes, makes he talks a, a big game about how he should kill Vegeta. Um, He's ready to stone cold murder him. Oh, yeah. Props to him, too, really, for being fully prepared to just straight murder this guy. Abs- absolutely. <laughs> I love Krillin <laughs> in this arc. We cut, we cut to, to, uh, from King Kai to Krillin, uh, get a, a pretty good scream, yelling die at Vegeta uh, just about to stab him and Goku continuing to be psychic somehow uh, okay. In- okay good interrupts that's still not addressed um, but when the blade stops where was he gonna stab Vegeta at you guys <laughs> you know, maybe he's gonna stab that. him in the tail looks like forehead no, like, kind of it, it kind of looks like he was going for the eye and I mean I definitely like d- like definitely kill this guy, but isn't that like that's a little gross? Come on, yeah, Krill. that would be hard on, to watch. I mean, come on, Krillin. I mean, we've also shown that the armor doesn't do anything against the sword, so I mean, he, like, he has like free range of everything. This is definitely something where he could just do a like a like just through the back, like he could have. Yeah, everyone, uh, everyone in this scene is so insanely beat up. Oh yeah. This is Everybody looks like fest. shit. They're all, something I, mean, that I, I cannot really blame bad. Krillin for this, because honestly, were I in his situation, I might also be in a blood rage and just point the sword right over at his head. <laughs> can, absolutely. Can this be done? Um, can, can we? Like, this guy has to die. Like, Krillin's in the right. Like, we're all, we're all in agreement. It's like, like, this is I'm on the smart guy. Also, he Goku also gives earns... the worst reason. Well, Krillin earns the distinct honor of being the first person to question what the hell is going on when Goku starts... Uh, speaking into some into his fucking head. Yeah, that's weird. That's not normal. <laughs> that's right. Everybody else just accepted it. No, this is fine. This is totally a thing that's happened before. This is completely normal. I hear. When I was a kid, I rationalized it as being something that he picked up from King Kai, but that is not shown at all. Like, yeah, no. Well, there's no indication of it until it's needed to save Gohan from the spirit bomb. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the explanation. Like, this was absolutely decided one day because couldn't figure. Like Toriyama couldn't figure out. He's like, ah, 
Guess he's psychic now. <laughs> so it's at this point that Krillin, uh, Goku sort of, he begs Krillin to stop. Krillin wisely observes that letting Vegeta go would be a very bad statist- like strategic decision. Also, mm-hmm. while he's explaining um, this, Vegeta is trying to escape in the background. <laughs> oh, I love that. So good. It's a really comedic scene in that sense. Uh, Krillin reasonably... Uh, insist Vegeta will go heal up and come back to wipe out humanity if he's allowed to escape. Goku's response mm. is, you're right, he probably will. <laughs> yeah. Boy, what he a, was not good in debate. What team, a huh? super good argument, you guys. No, it's a so super let's... selfish argument he makes, though, because he says, oh, yeah. he's such a waste. And, like, this is the guy who caused the death of a bunch of his friends, almost killed him, and almost destroyed the entire planet. Like, Goku only cares about fighting. That's all he cares about. And this is interesting because I feel like they kind of, um, they kind of spit-shined him in the original broadcast. They did. In fact, the Ocean Dub, the Ocean Dub completely changed his reasoning. Oh, really? What what was it instead? It was, it was so that Vegeta could, uh, learn the value of mercy and that maybe someday he would, he would be a good guy and maybe he would, they would even, uh, uh, be be allies someday. Maybe they should have just stuck as, with that. Holy shit, that's so much as better. Silly as that is, I like it's Ford. a way better argument. I like it's, I like it, I mean, it's not it's it's not a much better argument really because it's it's like a Disney princess argument. Uh, yeah. but also like it it's dishonest. Like it's not Goku's personality. Yeah. It's not who he is as a character. No, Goku Which just is a shitty fight. person, I guess. Yeah. He's kind a of a butthead. A dumb, shitty to fight. person. Um, th- th- somehow this appeal works on Krillin. Inexplicably. I, c- I cannot believe. Okay, then, he says. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, like, it, I think it's only because it's Goku. He's, if anybody else is, is saying It shit. is exactly that. Holy shit, Krillin. He, he says verbatim, he says verbatim, if you want him to live, that's good enough for me. Is it? Yeah, right? And all your <laughs> no, no, ethical no. decisions based on this weird alien. And, like, not even, like, ten seconds later, we watch as he's, like, as as Vegeta has, like, is flying away, which we should also talk about in one moment, but he's, like, visibly shaking and, like, obviously conflicted with what he had just agreed to. If it wasn't for you, we'd all be dead right now. Honestly, at this point, I would chalk that more up to Gohan and Yajirobe. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he gets in the fucking pod and, and uh, smugs his way for a guy who's almost. Oh dead. my god, he gets the last word and talks some more shit on his way out, and then passes <laughs> out in his car seat. That's <laughs> 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 baby chair. Oh, it's really kind of a pyrrhic victory because Krillin is the only one of anybody there who can even stand. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, they did Goku's this by the skin like... of their fucking teeth. Goku's leg bones are annihilated. He, has the, he doesn't have them anymore. They're just... He'll have to grow new bones! They're a, they are a <laughs> fine powder. Uh, Yajirobe chimes the, in. No, the man, not, my work is The done. man with zero self-awareness. I gotta say, though, just for the rest of this episode, I do want to know that Yajirobe is my favorite part of this episode. Like, every line he delivers this episode is brilliant. I just I love- it's it's unfortunate that he lost his fedora uh somewhere in the wasteland. 
<laughs> I love that he delivers that line still upside down, like ass in the uh-huh. air. <laughs> Displaying his taint to the whole he world. Then, well, Better than Gohan, who is fully nude. <laughs> <laughs> Go, uh, we see a lot of child butts. Yadrobi, I want to note you guys, talks talks about how he wouldn't have let Vegeta get away if, he, if it had been him after he did nope. that very goddamn thing the last episode. <laughs> only he did you know, it. Jung only he that... did it because he was patting himself on the back. You know, Jung says that we... He's kind of the worst, huh? We hate the the most that in others, which we see in ourselves. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my Lord. <clears throat> Confucius shit? Not to get into, like, smart smart stuff or whatever. Um, Krillin teases us that with the plan that he has, but before he can explain it, another spaceship appears. And, but it has our friends on it. Yay, it's, it's Roshi. Yay! It's Roshi and Bulma, and oh, no... <laughs> Oh, oh Jesus! Oh God! It's Chi Chi. Oh no! Uh, uh, so Chi Chi doesn't seem to care that Goku is really fucked At up. All. I, this At little all. scene is really funny. Chi Chi, not only because she runs straight to Gohan, but Goku flinches when she does. <laughs> Chi Chi is, is—he thinks he's about to get his ass kicked. Chi yeah, he thinks he's about to get destroyed. <laughs> Do they have a marriage out of necessity? Um. Like, it's well. I remember she had a crush on yeah, him as a kid, yeah, right? She, um, yeah. That's true. And then she realized that. Well, it was a thing. I don't remember the the fine details of it. They get married at the last world tournament arc in 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 Dragon Ball. Uh, she shows up uh, in disguise and is mad at Goku for some reason. They haven't seen them each other for a really long time, though. I think there was a misunderstanding in childhood. Where she thought they had become betrothed. Uh, oh yes, he like it, it's that 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 sort of comedy of errors. Yes, kind of thing, yeah. He does something that indicates betrothal in their culture, but he doesn't realize it. Um, and so they get married after he defeats her in the tournament. How all great love stories began. Chi <laughs> Chi um, is just absolutely justifiably worried about Gohan. One hundred percent. Like, I mean, fucking look at him. He's naked and unconscious. Five-year-old child. Even while being completely in the right with 100% the moral high ground, she manages to be the worst. (laughs) I think if she just acknowledged, like, even if she's like, oh, are you okay? Or something like that, it would really take a lot of the heat off. But it's like she literally just ignores the shit out of it. She doesn't care about him. Yeah, and it's... She doesn't give a shit. That's why she gets that kind of rep that she gets. I don't think no one has a problem with her being a loving mother. I think it's just Well, it's that she's immediately now decides that she's never, ever going to leave Gohan's side. Yeah, (laughs) that's a good choice. Uh, Bulma gives Yajirobe the abuse that he deserves. Oh, but... but, but I like this scene. First, Krillin almost, almost finally nails breaking the news. (laughs) <laughs> he comes so close. he almost gets it he almost gets it before the thing we were all waiting for this big plan <laughs> uh Bulma. gets interrupted and why does it get interrupted oh no 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 i meant i meant krillin is about to b- break the news to to bulma oh, about right, yamcha right, right. and then she interrupts him but he was that's he, right he was yeah, she watched krillin it on gets TV. interrupted a lot in this fucking episode he's Jeez, basically he gets interrupted a lot period he's basically c-3po in this episode <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say george michael blues 
But yeah, Krillin but, is does not want to break this news again. No, um, but thankfully Bulma's heard it all. It was on TV. It, it was on fucking television. Um, she watched her boyfriend. Oh god, that really sucks. By her future boyfriend. Yeah. I I just I just gotta say like her like uh, does anyone know the name of the actor who plays her? No. Oh fuck! I I could pull this. Hold on. Like I I just want to say while you, while you're doing that. I really liked her performance. Like, I mean, you get to watch her try and be a, like, kind of cheerful, like, like coming into this, kind of happy that everyone's okay. Then she breaks down. Then she yeah. gets angry. Then she breaks it's down believable. even more. Yeah, it, it's really relatable. It's a believable cycle of emotions for somebody who's going through yeah, something. I was legitimately insane. surprised because I was like, "What? why is she fine? And then a second later, I was like, oh... Yeah, I'm normally not a big fan of her, and I, I, Max, you and I at work were talking about like this episode and getting ready to watch it, and I'm glad that like like we talked about like how I just don't remember. I know the transition, but I don't remember how this transitions. And then just watching this again, it's like I've always had like a very like I've never been a particularly fond of Bulma because I've always thought she was more of an obnoxious character, but this really changed my opinion of her. Getting to see this with, I guess, fresh eyes. I don't even think I even saw this specific episode. As a child. So can I, I want to jump in here. Uh, Bulma in the English dub of Dragon Ball Z Kai is voiced by an actor named Monica Rial. And she is also known for um, Yuri on Ice, Soul Eater. Ooh, who's she in Soul Eater? She was a character, I don't remember anything from Soul Eater, so I'll just tell you the name here. It's Tsubaki oh. Nakatsukasa. Oh, Tsubaki, yeah. Which one was she? She She's, was. She's also in the English dub of Fairy Tale. Uh, plays a character named Mira Jane. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. in Space Dandy. This woman works a lot. Monica Rial has been around for a long time, um, and she's really earned her keep uh, with Funimation, it seems. <clears throat> so, uh, back into the episode. Uh, Bulma, I noticed that we're talking about Bulma and her, her emotional reaction to this. I, it's She's more moved by this than the people who were actually fighting in this battle. That's true. Um, That's a good point. And she's letting all of that out uh, while Corrin reveals that they have to take Goku to the hospital because he's all out of senzu beans. <laughs> well, hosp- do hospitals exist in this world? Hospitals apparently exist. Uh, I, I don't think I've ever I would seen imagine, one in this show. I, I would imagine they're all pretty fucking full right now they, after what the Saiyans did. I do want to say, like, can they not? Because it seems to me like the anime rule is, is do they just... In, like in a video game, have to go to sleep for one day and then they're fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's basically how hospitals work in this world. Uh, what I love about this moment is that when Corin says that there's no beans left, we get a reaction shot of Yajirobe, maybe confirming my theory that the reason there's no beans <laughs> left is because Yajirobe. Ate I them thought all. that exactly. Yes. Yes. Yajirobe continues to be terrible throughout this scene. Also, uh, Roshi. He has a great line though. Oh God, Ro- excuse yeah. me for living. Yes, Roshi says it's a shame Piccolo wasn't one of the ones to make it, and Yajirobe, uh, apropos of nothing, says says that. And uh, hey, fuck you, okay, Yajirobe? Yeah, <laughs> like, well, and he gets yelled at by Bulma for this. She well, first she calls him out for hiding and being a coward, and then gives him way too much credit by saying that if he hadn't, if he had been on the battlefield, maybe other people would still be alive. He could have tanked, <laughs> you know, one hit. <laughs> he does. He yeah. takes a couple the from Vegeta. That killed a, a nearly dead Vegeta. <laughs> he, he 
Wait, how did she know that he was there from the get-go? Wait, wait, this means, because like, you don't see him, I don't think, during, does like, that the, mean the that, fighting with that, the Z fighters? Does that mean that he was seen on TV hiding while other people were fighting? Is no, that what happened? I think, I think he <laughs> was there with That would be an amazing addition. He was there with them when he was like, okay, I'm going to head out. So they knew preemptively that he was going to go. And then they just don't see him at all, like, in any of the videos. They're like, hey, wait he a stopped, minute. He stopped at McDonald's <laughs> on the way there. <laughs> I think he made picture. two stops. Yeah, and he went to Jack in the Box after because he wanted a <laughs> taco. Um, so they go to pick up the remains. That's a big bummer. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, and, and this is where we hear that fucking song. Chowtu doesn't have a body left. Yeah. Oh. Because Chowtu is everywhere. Well, oh, also, this is him right now. We we should also mention though before we happen, Krillin takes a second attempt. Actually, no, we skipped a ton. We we should go back and talk about their transition of flying there because there's oh, a sorry. lot that goes on in that. Well, Krillin explains there may be a chance to wish everyone back, then immediately stops and says he doesn't want to get everyone's hopes up, but he already just fucking did. You gotta make up your yeah. you gotta yeah. make up your mind, my dude. When he goes to fully explain it, he stops again and goes, oh, we're here. I guess, uh, <laughs> Why stop? Time for cleaning I, up the bodies. Can't talk while not, we do that. He's not even getting interrupted by someone. He, like, stops himself from being able to actually say something. Like, he's so used to not being able to, like, finish a sentence. He's just like, like oh, oh, well, I'm about to be interrupted, so I'll excuse myself. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and this, this is a weird moment for me, too. Um... Actually, wait, no, I don't think it's in this part. When, when does he, like, talk about Vegeta getting away? Is it, is it in this, this is, it's, moment it's, on, the, on the party bus? It's or the when, they go back, when they go back on the ship after they get the bodies. All right, all right, I'll, I'll hold off, because I, I would like to talk about that. Okay, so I did want to point out, um, what the fuck were they putting the bodies in, these, like, weird future coffins? I guess it's some You're kind of... You're jettison them to the sun. Some kind of capsule uh, to preserve the bodies for wishing them back in... Or something. Is that, a, is that a requirement? Like, if they don't do that, I... will they come back like partially decomposed, <laughs> like a zombie? <laughs> it's it's really animate dead. It's it's really unclear because they mention needing they they mention needing a to to take care of the body or something earlier in the in the series as well. But then later on, the rules just kind of get really nebulous, and they just start wishing people back. And the and they they just appear there. The disturbing part to me is if they if that's what happens if they just appear there then that means that like they appear there and also there's a a, a corpse of them in the world. How fucked how fucked up would that be? <laughs> yeah, that you could really call bad. you could pull some great pranks with that though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just the ideas guy. <laughs> That'd be very okay. surreal. Okay, uh, this scene, we have to talk Can about the music in this scene. The This fucking song that plays, and I know Kevin was spared this horrible... Well, no, no he yeah, wasn't. Yeah. No, we, uh, actually, we just we're all on the same page. We're all in hell. A rare moment of synchronicity uh, between our, our disparate soundtrack experiences is that... And it had to be this. That bo yeah, both, no. both versions have this awful, awful, weird song. <laughs> We and get... it's like this sort of Celine Dion kind of ballad. 
I, I just the genre know, like, the it's... genre is specifically the word ballad with a question mark. Ballad? <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I really feel like you are not respecting the troops right now. <laughs> oh my god. Man, President Dog's uh, really taken kind of a turn in his in this his 59th term as dear leader of our of our whole planet, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, we, we got to have like a whole special episode about what the fuck the government of this world is. Yeah, what the, what the the political system on this 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 world is um bizarre. Uh, and... I'm surprised it's not just like, hey, Goku is president. He's king of the world because he can murder literally anybody on the planet, and nobody can say anything about it. I mean, pretty so much, strongest... pretty much everybody on Earth lives by his, you know, he's a walking nuclear weapon. Goku died for our sins. <laughs> don't bring it back. <laughs> don't loop it back. Sorry. Please don't. Uh, so, so, so we sort of breeze on past that whole body collecting thing. It's not an especially long scene. Um, and, and everybody's chilling out in the, the hover car. Gohan wakes up. Chi Chi somehow gets um, more overbearing. More overbearing. Forbids him expressly from participating in any combat. Says, I will be with you at all times. Uh. And Gohan, to his credit, is immediately like, hang on, wait. N- yeah, well, no. That sounds fucked up. He's, you, can tell, <laughs> you can tell from his interaction with Chi Chi, he has certainly uh, matured at a, at a really significant rate. Uh, when you have to live in the wilderness and kill dinosaurs, that tends to happen. Like, you grow up fucking quick. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. You know this from experience. Oh, yeah. Max is a feral this child. It's a rough time. Is the thing. I still remember uh, this that is where Yajirobe <laughs> throws us a very sitcom kind of uh, 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 conversation here where he talks about how hey, your husband's right over there. And she's like, I don't care. He says, yeah, like, I want to I want to get the direct quote here because I do love it. Oh, God, he says, put down your baby and check on your husband already. Oh. Hey, hey, Nula, can, you, his, can you say that line in your voice? Real quick? Sticks his nose into Goku and Chi Chi's weird marriage. Put down your baby and tend to your husband real quick. <laughs> That's so good. That's actually really good. That's really hey, Goku, good. Goku, she give you this kind of lip at home. I can't believe <laughs> nobody said anything to him about that. God, Yajirobe is... Hey, bud, chill out. He's Fuck, a pig. This, this red pill motherfucker. Yajirobe yeah. 100% posts on Reddit. <laughs> um... I want to now, guys. Well, Krillin finally gets to explain guys, his plan, right? Well, first off, there's well, first. something here because Chi-Chi is mad. Chi-Chi expresses that she is mad at Goku, that that mm-hmm. that it is Goku's fault for getting Gohan involved in the first place. And on a surface level, that does feel right because of Goku's minimal parenting skills. But actually, <laughs> you're being very generous. Kevin. Actually. No, no, I see where Kevin's going. Actually, guys, all Goku did was go visit his fucking friends. Then his alien brother, who he knew nothing about, showed up out of the fucking blue and kidnapped his son. Goku immediately went to go rescue him and got killed. His whole life got flipped upside down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. So Goku went through like five million kinds of paradigm shifts. 
on a day when he was just going to introduce his infant son to his best friends in the world. Got, got murdered defeating his alien brother by his alien rival. <laughs> then his alien rival kidnapped his son. Saving his son. Okay, I'm going to counterpoint again. I'm going to flip it back over. But, like, how many times has Chi-Chi had to deal with this fucking shit? <laughs> Actually, they got oh, yeah, married. Your alien brother from space. They got yeah, married this after. One again. They got married after Goku's big fight with Piccolo. Like he didn't do a bunch of other nasty shit along the way. <laughs> none that none that shit. none that we were witness to. Um. Nasty Goku, boy. but Goku wasn't actually involved in any of the decisions regarding Gohan being out in the wilderness and participating in the fighting. Uh, Krillin and Roshi were more involved in that discussion than Goku was. That's a good point, yeah. So, this is it's, for the moment it? when this isn't Goku's fault. It's one of those now, rare, everything rare else. moments. Props <laughs> to you, Goku. Yeah. A lot of now, other stuff okay, coming this, up. Let's get, let's, let's it. Now, letting... Letting Vegeta go... That's, that's Goku's that's fault. That's kind of Goku. That's all on Goku, for sure. Why does Krillin take the heat for that? He totally is just yeah, like, he, I he let him escape. Which, I mean, on the surface level... He kind of did, but that's all because Goku's like, I want to fight him again. I want now, a round two. Uh, Chi-Chi says shortly after this, uh, it is a mother's duty to protect her children, not the earth. Holy shit, oh, lady. Oh my goodness, ma'am. Oh my god. Chi-Chi, uh, Chi-Chi follows activist mommy on Facebook. <laughs> Some, every, a lot of people in this in this flying boat need some fucking perspective. Did you say flying boat? Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. Basically I mean, what I guess that's, that's, that is essentially what it is. You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but seriously, I can't figure out why Krillin takes the heat for, like, Vegeta getting away. I know no one, like, really gets on him, which is also yeah, kind of right? Weird Wouldn't you say something? That they just accept that he lets him go? Like, especially, like, Coroner or Yajirobe, of all people, would point out that that was dumb. Oh, well, though. <clears throat> but everyone's I guess like, they oh, give him a pass. He's been I mean, they completely gloss over Yajirobe's creepy uh, MRA uh, comment. <laughs> so everybody's getting a lot of passes, really, <laughs> Fair. Uh, in this scene. And Krillin <laughs> finally gets to explain his plan. Um, and it has a few steps to it. Uh, he th- he he tells us so he's thinking back to when Vegeta mentioned that they could just go to Piccolo's planet. Um, he <laughs> mentions that he learned that Kami and Piccolo were aliens, and another <laughs> incredible Yajirobe oh, line. No. Oh, oh god! You just figured that out, dude. They're both green. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, so a really then, good line, though. That is a good one. That is a really good one. <laughs> So th- the plan is we got to get to Namek so we can get some new balls. Uh, but Bulma yes. is the scientist on the but, ship. Before you get she- to that, I, I do want to say that this plan is not like they are going to Namek to get the dragon balls and they are basically like ransacking another planet for dragon balls. That's the plan. That's yes. what the Saiyans came to Earth to do. Yeah, they're gonna do exactly what the what the Saiyans were going to do to another planet. So they can wish for more wishes, basically. <laughs> Could they not yeah, just make a bunch this, of commies? They're Is gonna that do beyond this big the power of the Dragon Balls? <laughs> well, yeah, and we get another like thing, another whole deal about the power of the Dragon Balls. You know, <sighs> you can't. 
uh, you can't beat the Saiyans. Yeah, it's a power. Rain's on their parade. Everybody's got to rain on the on parades right now. Um, so Bulmer reminds everybody that space is fucking huge, and there's tons and tons of planets out there. There's no way to know where. And she calls uh, it no Namek neck. Is, where no neck is. God. So Goku calls God on the phone to ask about aliens, and God knows about the aliens. Such a good. And then bit. just conference <laughs> conference calls everybody in. I love uh, so, that King Kai looks up this planet in his fucking address book. There's a cute little joke in here that they threw in. I'm sure it's just for the dub. Um, King Kai is trying to relay the information about where Namek is by using Earth language. And he says as he's as he's trying to figure out how the translation, this thing might as well be written in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. So somewhere in somewhere in Goku world. There is yes, a Japan. Japan does exist on this planet. In Goku world. So, in Goku world. On planet <laughs> Goku. Goku world. If you could have planet Vegeta. Earth to do the Bartman. <laughs> um, so one of the things that King Kai tells us is that Namekian society was wiped out by climate change. Fake cool. news. Right, guys? Fake. <laughs> and that makes sense, because when we see Namek, it's like the colors are all weird. It's got a green sky and blue water. Um, but the, the there are people on the planet now. Though I I do call <laughs> King Kai's judgment into question. He refers to the in ha the the Namekians as being a flourishing people, and he says there's about a hundred individuals on the whole planet. Not oh, endangered no. at all. I wouldn't That's call an endangered that species, dog. <laughs> That's like severely endangered. They are barely scraping by. Um. He gives a little refresher on Piccolo's origin as well. Mm. How does he know this? Yeah, he can see he's everything. God. He's God. He sees everything. Uh, Piccolo is a mean guy, uh, but most Namekians are nice, as King Kai tells us. Uh, but Piccolo was exposed to so much evil thanks to humans that he, he became an evil man. Wow, really oh, makes me think about humanity and like our legacy. I just don't get, you know, what kind of Piccolo are we going to leave behind? <laughs> I just don't understand how he can pinpoint like all of that like knowledge, but he can't guesstimate when the Saiyans arrive or how his own techniques work. Yeah, yeah. Fucking King Kai, what do you do? You're holding out. Maybe on that was in here. his address notes, like like under that, like it's like Namek C Piccolo. Uh, Kostrak, you have a really funny uh, note in your uh, in your notes about oh yeah about uh, how Bulma deGrasse Tyson debunks Krillin's plan with a fucking calculator, <laughs> <laughs> saying it's gonna take four thousand three hundred and thirty nine years to get there. God, that's kind of a long uh, time. But Krillin is smug as hell in this moment. Krillin, Krillin, who has never gone to college, thinks that he knows better and has another plan. But it is thinks a good plan. He's right to be smug. He has spent... Yeah, Krillin's... His plan is that he stole Vegeta's calculator. <laughs> cell phone. That one was a cell phone. No, engineer no this time. is a TI-83. <laughs> Try using this one. Krillin is coming up with all the good ideas. Krillin's he's a good really, idea factor. He's really on top of his game in this episode. Well, he's episode. been ignored up till this point. I guess it it's a collective, <laughs> like, you know what? I'm right. I'm right. Listen to me, please. Just, just listen once. to me. Please. His day has come, finally. And this leads to, for me, perhaps to the weirdest moment, which is where I guess... The oh, absolutely the weirdest moment, possibly, of the series so it's far. It's like, I guess they're all still synced up 
uh, telepathically, in which case they can all stand up and just start chanting stuff. Yeah, this they is so laughing. fucking odd. I don't, I don't, I don't, great. I don't even think, I don't even think there's that reasonable an explanation for it. They just, they chant in unison, uh, there still may be hope for our friends after all, which is creepy enough. Then they, they, they all start laughing. Oh my god, it rhymes! They all start laughing. Then they simultaneously pose uh, and shout dynamic and the dragon balls and then burst into laughter uh, again. Blaine, I'm right there with you. I just now realized oh it fucking rhymes. God. This is even weirder. This is so is weird. Sh- need- Guys, I'm worried that I'm worried that their ship has a gas I need a leak. scouter for this <laughs> thing's like weird levels. It's over 9,000. So weird. Sorry, that joke, that's the lowest hanging fruit on the entire planet. Hey, I think it's at this point we've actually finally made that joke. We're here. <laughs> we did, we it. did We're it. a couple episodes. I'd like to thank the Academy. Late, but it's time. Uh, and that's the end of that fucking episode. the end of that yeah. episode. Yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of stuff happened. There was a lot of e- exposition, but... Uh, it, it feels kind of weird. It's a, it's very much a come down from the last few episodes of. of oh combat. yeah, absolutely. it really is. Um, and it manages to simultaneously be like the end and like the like the official end of the Saiyan saga and the little and like a little prologue uh, for the for the Namek saga. Um, oddly enough. And this is sort of an anime standby, I think, the the breather episode between arcs. It happens in a lot of shows. Sometimes it's more than an episode. Sometimes it's like a Sometimes fucking hundred and fifty. Sometimes it's like a whole fucking arc. <laughs> <laughs> you feeling a little, uh, feeling a little spurned? A specific show that comes to mind? Anime, anime getting me spicy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a spicy anime. I saw this incredible meme, this like fucking incredible meme on Twitter uh, the other day. Uh, and it's a picture of a jock pushing a nerd into a locker. Oh, I know this. And over the nerd, it says anime fans. And over the jock, it says me also an anime <laughs> fan. That's so true. <laughs> um, next fucking, fucking anime episode. Fans. Oh, hey, Kevin, what's the, what are the stats? Uh, this episode, episode 17 of Kai, ends in the same place as uh, episode 36. Yeehaw! Uh, 36. Dragon Ball Yeehaw. Z. And we're going to start seeing those numbers get much, get much, much further apart, uh, especially coming up. A lot of fat gets chopped out of this series. So much. The Namek, Namek in particular got trimmed a, a, a ridiculous well, amount. To, um, to sort of illustrate our point here, by the end of Dragon Ball Z Kai, before we get to Dragon Ball Z Kai, the, new cha- the final chapters... Um, if you track it right up to the original Dragon Ball Z and the Cell games, I think there's only a third as many episodes. Just about. So they get really, really, um, what's the word? It's, um, it's very decisive. The, you know, the bloat uh, in the Namek saga in particular was enormous. The filler was really, was was frequent and egregious so, so uh, frequent in fact that they just rerun the whole fucking series a couple of times now that was that was american television and that was because they didn't i don't think they had a lot of i don't think they had much they more didn't have dubbed so yeah no, so they, the, yeah they just kept replaying what they had i call it the uh raditz namek loop <laughs> 
Um, so the next episode, we uh, get we go to Yunzibit Heights. Goku goes to the hospital. Um, we get to meet the racist <laughs> Judy again. Oh boy! Oh jeez! Did you guys did you guys pick a best moment I for did. this episode? I actually did. Because I'm gonna be straight up with you, I did not pick one I, for this. Episode. I mean, I picked one, but it's it's Yajirobe's their green joke. Uh, uh for me, <laughs> yeah. I... Uh, for me, it's just like I'd summarize it as just Bulma's acting. But uh, if I had to be very specific, I'd mm. say it's the fart of the fart. <laughs> it was. It's, it's the fart. <laughs> it's pretty late at night for my friends here that uh, I'm recording it with. Is, so this it is the thing. part where we, we see her blow up and break down on Yajirobe. Oh, honestly, I didn't pick one either, uh, actually. I don't blame you. Um, no, no. I... It's, such a, it's such a transitional episode in which very little outside of exposition takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could pick out some decent moments from it, but ultimately they're going to be throwaway. They're uh, not going to compete. Frankly, none of them. Yeah. None Let's of them be real, though. This, this has some no. prime, prime meat for uh, funniest moments in the show. Oh, absolutely. Oh, there's, and- there's some good... There's some good funny moments for this episode. And I liked this episode more than I thought I was going to. I, I went into this thinking of it as kind of a chore because it's because of it, the fact that it's like a breather episode, but it was more enjoyable than I, I thought was, it was going to be. Oh, I enjoyed watching the episode. Yeah, no no doubt about that for me. I was actually... No, yeah, abs- definitely, definitely. I was pretty frustrated till I got a chance to sit down and talk with you guys about it. Now I guess my opinion's wavered, but yeah, I was kind of... I was just annoyed. Like, I liked what it brought, but I just... Yeah. I thought, like... Some of like the logic that was being presented in it was very like this is weird to say one thing they go completely one eighty in my mind. Well, thankfully, uh, we're going to be getting into some more meaty stuff fairly soon. Um, we're going to get more about Vegeta's not going to be gone for very long from our screens. Not very long at all, actually. I don't I know. Think if he's only you guys... gone for like one episode. Uh, Whoa, I've really? Got, I've got the whole. I didn't know that. Um... Maybe one or two. We, Jeez. I, 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 I focuses see... on him a lot more. I feel like than the original airing did because he's awesome. He's so <laughs> cool. Fucking red. I used to be a Goku guy, but I'm full on. I have Vegeta always dude been a Vegeta fan. Like I, I don't want to get too much into soup because Goku is like kind of cool, I guess, but he's so uncomplicated. Well, he this sucks, you guys, but I I'm might be a Krillin guy. <laughs> Well, that's me. Give it a couple arcs. Yeah, I mean, you've got you his his character his character development is still oncoming right now. He's he's Vegeta has character development, and Goku, I, I feel mm-hmm. pretty comfortable saying, does not. Like, it's very hard for me to argue yeah, with that. I mean, and it's just he's just a cooler character in my eyes, I guess. <clears throat> Who's your favorite Dragon Ball Z Kai character? Tell us. Um, email us. I hope it's not Yamcha. <laughs> Please don't send Yamcha. Ironically, don't, yeah, we'll know. Don't don't. don't it, we, it, we will. We will always know. <laughs> um, and that that'll do it for for this episode of Dragon Ball Z Kai. That'll do it for the first arc, the first official arc of Dragon Ball Z Kai, which is we did yeah, it, guys. yeah, cool feeling. So we're going to do a uh, a wrap-up episode, right? Yeah, yes, and I think it'll definitely. be sort of like 17.5. I won't call it... I don't want to upset the... 
the order. Episode yeah, by yeah, you want those numbers to match. No, yeah, let's yeah, let's stick to that. And uh, I hope you'll stick. I hope you'll listen to it. It won't. Uh, I I suppose if you're listening serially in the f- in the future, you can just skip it if you want. But I think it'll probably be fun. We'll we'll go back and talk about some old stuff that we learned previously. And I, I we should also talk about what Goku learned from this arc. Mm, nothing. <laughs> oh well. Okay, we did it. <laughs> that part's done. <laughs> Shaved thirty seconds off the next episode. <laughs> So efficient. <laughs> Do you guys want to start wrapping it up and doing our thank yous and all? Yeah, that? yeah. Let me start. Uh, uh, the art for our podcast, our little logo there, is done by my little sister Elizabeth Costrack. Costrack.tumblr.com. Go check her out. Hey, she's. Um, I heard she was applying for a pretty ritzy gig. Yep, trying to get in with the uh, cool folks over at Polygon. So send her your energy. Send her your en- lend her your energy for her spirit bomb that is a video application to to polygon.com. Indeed. Uh the music that you hear at the beginning of our show is recorded by a young man named Friedrich Hobbitler. He's a very talented guitarist. You can find him on YouTube and on Twitch and on Patreon and I'll put those links in the description for you. And uh just a shameless plug, I have two other podcasts that I do. Uh one's about the smash hit shown in anime my Hero Academia. It's called Plus Ultra. Uh, and then I do another one for you non-weeaboos out there called Insanely Haunted, where we watch and review Ghost Adventures, which is a dumb good show. It is. About big muscular men who hunt ghosts. And it's really funny. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, but, uh, yeah. uh, please uh, go like and follow us on Facebook. Uh, and uh, subscribe, like, uh, review on iTunes. Can do you like on iTunes? Is that a thing? I I'm you not rate sure. on iTunes. Yeah, do that. Write a review. Um, I don't use yeah, iTunes. I'm a, please I'm a please write a review on iTunes as well. Yeah, rate and review us uh, if you if you would be so kind. We really appreciate you listening. And uh, hey, man, if you got a friend a who's really into DBZ, fucking spread the word. Introduce us to him. Spread this word. Did we tell them where they could reach us uh, via email? Yeah, yes, ZenkaiBoostPodcast at gmail.com. Or just go to ZenkaiBoost.com. You can leave comments on our uh, webpage. We'll read those so long. Well, until, you know, until the internet happens, as it usually does. <laughs> Guess we've got over 100 followers on Facebook now. Wow. Oh, dang, man. Shout out to we y'all. Thank you so much. Couldn't do it without you. Well, we could do it without you. Hey. We, and we, but, and but we're not. We would, in point of fact, but we're, we're, we're very... <laughs> We're very glad to have you with us. Yeah, the, I just want yeah. just to let you know this is this is only a small snippet of the amount of Dragon Ball Z discussion we all do. We uh, this is like we talk about it for maybe six or seven hours a week about Dragon Ball Z, and then you just get one snippet of it. Yeah, I'm fully plugged in all the time. <laughs> it's like the Matrix. I'm in the 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 little tub. Every time you think about, every time you hear my voice in this podcast, it should be coupled with a Goku shirt, and I'm also wearing a Goku wig. <laughs> Just for a mental picture moving forward for everybody. You too? Thank goodness. Oh, I can't wait for fan art of that. I can't wait for fan art of it either. Uh, but until then, uh, we'll we'll just say thank you for listening. And once again, you've you've spent another hour on Zenkai Boost, and I couldn't be happier about that. My name is Max Newland. My name is Blake Poirless. I'm Kevin Hillrick. And I'm Max Kostrak. And remember... Power levels don't matter.